It's the Apostolic Evangelist, and I'm going to talk about chapters 9 and 10, which is simply about this, question and answers, and the ABCs of divine healing. The question and answer section is simply there for, for us to, to, to look at other perspectives of evangelism, what has happened in the past, what people have done and found effective through the ages of the different times from the 19, should we say from the 19, beginning of the 19th century, the Sousa Street, up to the 1940s uh, and 50s of the Great Awakening in America. From 48 to 52, the Hebrides revival that happened in Stornoway, uh, Barbus Church with Duncan Campbell, and also what has happened with a voice of healing that was very vibrant around the time of, of the 40s and 50s too with the Great Awakening and what Christ for the Nations Institute um, Bible School in Dallas, Texas, which the voice of healing transformed into that Bible school and uh, is very effective through Gordon Lindsay. So the questions and answers are some of the questions that I would imagine people want to ask or probably would never think of asking and bringing it to the forefront in a point form so that evangelism and church life can be seen a little different and how it has been translated from the old the ways of doing things up until this present age of mass technology the media that's out there. And I think none of it really changes because the power of God is always found in a group of people. And, and here the questions are, what causes the growth? How did you handle new converts? When do you commence your advertising? Where were the meetings held? What were the problems? What has been the end results? And, and how does the gospel get out there in the new apostolic age that we're in, where we work with team? Then there's the section which is on the ABCs of divine healing. And, and that is taken out of John G. Lake. So it's availability, boldness, compassion, and uh, the, the scriptures that are involved there. there. There are a few, and there are many more, obviously, but there is a basic outline for you that you could preach off and out of in great power as we just looked at Luke 4.18. Each one of those six points in Luke 4.18 um, and 19, there is there that we can preach out of. <clears throat> I also want to refer you to a book that I've written that Kelly and I have put together called The Sword, Oil and Fire. The sword being the word of God, the oil, the anointing of God and fire, the presence of God. Fire being the presence as an X2, which is the spark of revival. That book is, stands for SOS, Special Operation Forces, as in the military terms. But it is a book written, again, born out of a weapon in his hand, but gone into more detail with how we grew in ministry and how we take that Philip six principle, three phases of growth and maturity in Christ and, and taken that and tried to build into it out of experiences that we have had and points that we have found that be useful. So it's teaching, testimony and, and life. Those three things put together and a little more attention paid into the anointing, how it works, what it functions, and how we can operate better. So it's a teaching manual, but a life story too. And then also there is this book. So the two combination of these two, the apostolic evangelist, is what we are, I think, 
as people call us, and the sword, oil, and fire is how it operates in greater form. This being more a manual for us to read and to put into practice, but the sword, spirit, the sword oil, and fire is for us to see how it works out. There is the heart and treasure chapter right at the end of the book, which deals with finances, and I have I've bared my heart in that because it is the reality. If you want the gospel out there, it's going to cost. And so we have walked by faith for over 30 years. We have not received a salary for that long. Uh, we have a ministry, Hand in Hand International, which is the vehicle that carries us to satisfy the government in administrating finances accurately with a tax, uh, tax requirements. And out of that hand in hand, when there is the amount of finances there, we do give ourselves a salary and we do pay tax and we've never missed it. Also, on top of that, we can say we have never missed in 30 to 40 years of ministry, never missed a month of tithing. We've been faithful at it. And so there are principles that need to be lived out. Again, there's the final pages at the end of the book. And I trust that this manual, this book, has been one that will be effective in your hands, powerful in your local church, to equip the saints to want to do evangelism or be evangelists. You should have power to be my witnesses, to be an evangelist in the 2 Timothy 4.5, the Acts 8.4, going from house to house, spreading the word of God. But also that they rise out of your ranks fivefold gifted men, evangelists that would work apostolically with team to win the lost to not only just win a few souls to Christ with a number on a graph over weekends, but that would change into cities, towns, villages captured for the gospel, where the whole city is turned upside down, which is the economy that we find in the book of Acts. So I thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of this. And I hope we see you out there in the field and wherever you want to. We are contactable by website, by email. And on our website, there's over 135 at the moment blogs on power, on evangelism, on revival, on leadership. So go to that and find it and read it. And there's little helps there for you, blogs that I put out there. And we continue to do that. Try and do one at least one a month. So go and find us. And hopefully we see you out in the front line. Thank you.